Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Welcome to another episode of Wookiee Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Derek, Ken, and myself, Mike. And we're being joined by one of the hosts of the Canto Canto Bite podcast. Canto Cast. Canto Cast. I apologize. I knew it. That's okay. I knew it. I've been listening. Um, it's a great show. It's a newer show. Um, just barely six months old. Yep. And that voice that you're hearing is that co-host. It's Jeffrey Fishbach uh, from Canto Cast. Welcome, everyone. How's everyone doing? Doing pretty good. Doing fantastic. Uh, getting over my cold a little, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> Been there, done that. Did not buy the T-shirt. <laughs> Going on two weeks now. Um, Speaking <clears throat> of which, I watched the Star Wars show this week, and I may have to have you pick up a T-shirt for me. What's that? The solo Those new t-shirts? Force for Change solo T-shirts are awesome looking. Yes, they are. They are. Um, I am. I want to give a shout out uh, to another show while we're at it. Uh, it's Tatooine Sons, a Star Wars podcast. Uh, they had a great tweet two days ago. Um, Basically going, last week we had a couple of pretty awesome things happen. We got to see a screening of The Last Jedi at IMAX HQ, participate in a Q&A with Ryan Johnson. How awesome is that? Hosted by Colin DeFrosty, and get to name a Porg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then come find out their Porg uh, that they named is one that was on the Falcon, that one that we see on the Falcon, and they named it Turbus. Or Turbus, T E R B U S, and they are doing a hashtag campaign saying "Make Turbus Cannon." <laughs> so I, I know what I would Chewy name my them. board. Yeah, I would name mine Dinner. <laughs> Speaking of which, go to RT Public Store. Uh, you can get it through the menu bar on WookieRadio.net. You have your option. You can either get the Porg logo shirt or Porg. It's what's for dinner T-shirt. <laughs> that is um, a, that's still one of the best shirts I've seen in a long time. Actually, I was at a podcast convention this week. <clears throat> T Public was there as one of the vendors, and I mentioned um, our shirts, and she said, "Oh, that is so awesome!" <laughs> so it, it, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, they, you know, she goes, "I've seen it. I want to get one myself." I'm like. That's sweet. I appreciate it. <laughs> so uh, we are making a mark with those shirts. Um, just wish they would sell. So bye, bye, bye. I know that's, that's right. Not a, that's not an. In, I know that's an in sync song, but 
I'm not doing in sync. Um, the sad thing is, you know that that's an in sync song. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> well, that's what I get for being an audio engineer and having worked with many DJs at at the theme park that I work at. Mm-hmm. Um, also, too, when you're at WookieRadio.net, check out our affiliates. Uh, got Loot Crate. Got uh, what is it? TV Store. God, I can't remember <laughs> off the top of my head. This is bad. Um, well, I will go with the ones I do remember. Ripped Apparel, superhero stuff, and check out their hero boxes. <laughs> Those boxes are awesome. You got one, didn't you, Derek? No, I didn't end up getting it in time. Uh, I was I was going to get the Spidey one, but... But the hero, the hero boxes are great. Um, TVStoreOnline.com, some great stuff there. They've got some great Star Wars stuff as well. So check those out. Checking them out helps support the show at no additional cost to you. Also, too, questions, concerns, maybe even one possibly be on the show when we do a roundtable. Sort of kind of like this last-minute, off-the-cuff roundtable we're doing tonight. Um, hit us up at Wookiee at Wookie Radio, WookieRadio.net. So, since all that stuff is done, let's talk solo. It's finally here. It was. I think I saw it early Sunday morning that there was the rumors, the speculation that the solo teaser was going to pop up in the Super Bowl because someone put out a a. Uh, it looked like a commercial run sheet of when the com- of what was going to air during what commercial break, and it and it showed forty five second spot starting the second commercial break, and I kind of told you guys, hey, solo second commercial break, and lo and behold, second second commercial break first thing there was the solo spot i was like uh who cares about the super bowl day is done <laughs> now i will say super bowl wise there were some great trailers throughout the night yeah um yep. some of the commercials like i could have gone yeah. either way tide got the tide commercial got a little eh for me I mean, you always some, have one commercial in there that gets like that it just yeah. it's annoying because they keep building on it building on it, it just gets worse yeah yeah um but Personally, I had no stake in the game at all, unlike someone who is sick on the other side might have had... Derek. I do not know to what you are referring. <laughs> that, yeah, but that you got this was actually the probably the best game. No, no matter who was in it, it's probably yeah. one of the best games we've seen in the Super Bowl for the last couple of years. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it was a good game, but but last year's Super Bowl went to overtime, didn't it? Yes, yes. But I, nope. but to to, yeah. to see Atlanta just totally not keep to their game plan, uh, it was yeah. kind of expected. Ooh. Okay, Atlanta last year. Oh, oh last okay. talking about last, last year's, year. <laughs> you know, Atlanta. <laughs> blowing a a 23 yeah, they, point lead. They blew the they blew that for themselves. So, but this year, I mean, to keep it close like it was. Yeah. Um I will say congrats to the Eagles. Um uh, mm-hmm. but I think I think the best tweet that came from Sunday came from Duracell. Batteries hold a sacred place in the history of Philly fans. Congrats, oh congratulations Philadelphia and fly Duracell fly. <laughs> <sighs> I like that. Uh. <laughs> All I can, all I will say is that Philly fans are pretty oh. stupid, from what I yeah. saw. Yeah. Oh, let's celebrate for forty-five minutes. Okay, now it's time to go loot. Yeah. What? And then that's, they wonder why they the have a part of. And then they wonder why they have a bad rap. Yeah. And then there was that one guy that ate something nasty. That's uh, all I'm gonna say. I don't know if you saw that, but no. Uh, so. So on Saturday night, or Saturday night, Sunday night, might as well have been Saturday night, we got what's being known as the big game TV spot. Uh, first like, glimpse like at we Solo. Were saying last week, this was the first time that I remember a movie putting out a teaser for the yeah. teaser. Yeah. They did do that. Because it said right on there, coming tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> coming tomorrow, teaser. Yes. Right. So, um, 
it starts off. It, he's at, they're we're at the recruiting center. I'm assuming that's but, what it looks like. Yeah, but he's also. <laughs> But we also see a shot of some Imperial uh, console being flipped, yeah. switches on it being flipped. Well, um, the, both of the ads um, start with the same thing of flipping switches on the Falcon itself. Right. But this one, he sits down, and it looks like Han Solo's in a disguise almost or something. Well, for me, seeing this spot, and of course it starts off the same way with the teaser, regular teaser, I'm happy they brought in... From the expanded universe, which we've talked about this before, what would we like to see? We're seeing him at the Imperial Academy. Yeah. So we still don't know to what extent yet, but well, we know he gets kicked out, which still continues with the story with the original backstory back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And, of course, as we've said, the original Expanded Universe was never canon to begin with. Right. Uh, And that hate mail could go to, I don't know, not Wookiee at (laughs) WookieeRadio.net. The, I mean, the whole Expanded Universe, that could be almost a roundtable on its own. (laughs) Is it canon? Is it not? (laughs) Lucas has come out and said, even before the Disney acquisition, Mm -hmm. it was never canon. It never. No, we had canon. like whatever we called multiple levels of canon. Yeah. For right. George, it was the only thing that was officially canon was the movies and TV. That's it. I think there were select books that he oversaw. Well, like no, the- I think well, what it was was he would um, bring in certain things if he thought it was was kind of cool. Right, but I think I think he had at one time considered the Thrawn trilogy canon because that a lot of that was being played out in the Dark Horse comics for a while. Yeah. As well, but then when when the creation of story group came about and they said okay this is this is it then okay cool then they're not canon and it confirms they were never canon to begin with so um so getting back to the trailer we see him at i guess the next phase and go what branch do you want to be a part of and you hear the voice i want to be a pilot best pilot in the galaxy and yeah. my thought was well if that's the case we've heard this before we've heard it from luke oh i'm the best pilot in the galaxy <laughs> we've heard it before that anakin oh best pilot in the galaxy who's now darth vader um so it, it was interesting that that phrasing came about to me. Um, but then, then we go to some street chasing where, yeah, and then we see an interior shot of, of the Falcon. Okay. Well, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Um, on the teaser, we go straight into the clouds after the, um, well, we, we go after the recruiting station, after the recruiting station, the clouds and then back to, yeah, the back to fire and then back to the, station. correct. Now I have a question though. What do you think that, um, the, the star destroyer in the clouds is? I've heard rumors. <clears throat> okay. The way I've heard it is they've actually they're bringing the maw back in where they where supposedly the, remember the Imperials had the big um in the in the old expanded universe the maw installation was where they had, um was the secret base at the center of a cluster of black holes oh yeah and you had to be a really great pilot to get into yeah and that this might actually be that um, nebulous cluster of black holes that formed this thing. Well, I mean, we do see an Imperial Flight Academy in Rebels, mm-hmm. so we can assume every quadrant might have one or two flight academies. Yeah, they. I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, each sector probably has their own academy. Yeah, but if the elite are going there, but 
Well, we can expand on that more on the ne- when we talk about the next trailer. Okay. Because we see more develop with the next trailer. Um, but like I said, we get that street chase. Then they cut to an sh- interior shot of the Falcon. And um, I'm assuming at this point in time, the Falcon is brand new. Yeah. Uh, new mm. car smell? Yeah. <laughs> Which. That, that's what my first thought was. When was it ever that white? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That may be the difference between Lando owning it and Han owning it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a couple of uh, memes already floating around Twitter. I guess an artist or something did a quick rendering of how it got dirty. They, he had a picture of uh, Chewbacca standing in the hallway. He had just come in, and next frame you see him shaking off. <laughs> and next frame you just smell the dirt on the walls. So. I've also heard, too... Um, Chewy in a case of Montezuma's revenge. <laughs> but obviously now with the Falcon, if the ship is this brand new, then either it's had a makeover at this point, or this is a brand new ship from the get-go, which means they didn't pull anything from the Millennium Falcon book, which is a great little novel as well. Yeah. Because um, in it, they well, talk about before he even got the name Millennium Falcon, um, one of the solo kids actually finds the original documents from when the ship was created and it was under a different name yeah and that falcon book had a a now a non-canon history of the millennium falcon which is a great little read Mm -hmm. well another thing that's a little weird is they got um you've got one point on the front of the falcon that said the split um nose if you watch um i believe it's revenge of the sith george lucas mentioned it because in the background you see a Corellian um freight light freighter and lucas said that was actually the falcon flying away Mm. and it has the split nose yeah, but there's a, another place in the prequels where there's um, a couple of them sitting on a landing pad somewhere of Corellian light freighters that are the same make as the Falcon. Hmm. And they have the split nose. So why does this not have the split nose now? Are they totally changing that? Well, there could actually be a story reason behind that. Yeah, possibly. We'll have to wait and see. But I, I could have sworn because I've seen pictures of the supposed Falcon, and supposedly there was a diecast toy made that never made. I don't know how many of them made it to public light, but showed it was, it was labeled as in the Revenge of the Sith packaging as the Millennium Falcon, but it had a lot of blue paint to it, similar to what's yeah. on it now. But it was in the split tail form, not what it is in now. So how did it go from the split nose, split tail, the split nose to split nose covered, unless those pieces are, are movable. So when it's not in a, in a need to move a barge or, or freight, those slide down to protect the gap between the noses. Yeah. Could be. Yeah, I've heard that one too. The the chance that um those are actually have to do with the um cargo hauling and stuff that you actually it can hold cargo between those and the plates slide over it. Yeah, there's that also. Hmm. So, um, but I've also heard a lot of stories. Well, it could come up and and help push like barges around the galaxy as well if it needed. Yeah, to. like a tug. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I don't know. Without going back and looking at that scene. I could have sworn it's just a regular Falcon with no paint scheme on it. It was like, oh, there's, hey, look, there's the Falcon. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And of course, obviously, it wasn't owned by Han yet, and it wasn't owned by Lando yet. It would have been owned by the whatever owners that we would have gotten the history from in the Falcon book. So, um, I guess to continue on, so we see the hallway, then we see an exterior shot, and with 
I need to slow this down just a hair. Uh, and with the, I have it on quarter speed. I'm taking it at half speed. Uh... So we got out the hallway. Then we go to an exterior shot. And even the cockpit looks slightly different. Also, from the, the outside. plates underneath, the actual hull plates, looks like yeah. there's more of them than there were. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, I mean, for the Falcon, this is a completely different look yeah. than what we're used to. In this exterior shot, too, I've, I've already heard people saying that with Han looking up there at the cockpit, right there in the corner, they're saying, that are those twin sons? Could this be Tatooine? Ooh. There is a, there is rumors that we're going to see Tatooine and actually meet Jabba possibly at some point in this movie, maybe towards the end. Right. That does look like a twin suns on the top left. Yeah. Well, the other thing could be, could, could they be twin moons? Ah. Yeah. As well, because we are, I mean, it didn't look like that this was a windstorm. Right. It, it looks like a nighttime setting. And for Tatooine, it's not the normal <laughs> nighttime we normally see, unless it's a dusk or, or early dawn, which doesn't look right either. I'm almost wondering if it's an overcast sky with with twin moons because we do have a a landing or a a pad lamp on right yeah (laughs) blow that theory out of the water and create our own (laughs) um so we get past that you are level cannon and then there's these words that are just floating in the galaxy. It's, I, I don't know how this plays into the movie, though. Oh, wait. It's, it's the cue that it's coming this summer. Well, for those who are not fans of Star Wars, cool. For those of us who are, we're going, no, duh. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least we know now that they're not pushing it back. This is true, but it does bring up the question, why the delay to get this out? The only thing I can think of is the same thing they've been telling us, that it's just they're waiting for uh, The Last Jedi to almost finish its run. Yeah, but you know, they should they should have added this with The Last Jedi. Or they should That's have at least... That's what I was saying the whole time. Or, I know you were. I know <laughs> you were. Well, I, I was even saying they should have done it at the State of Disney address or whatever they call the holiday show well i know it's not called state of disney but it's basically what it is you know that holiday show that took place the thursday after thanksgiving of hey here's what's coming to walt disney company here's the parks here's what we're doing movie wise they should have done it then no at that point i think it would have confused people or people that are not star wars yeah not if it has this thing that says this summer or summer 2018 wait a minute you'll have people that are saying wait a minute i thought we were getting it in december why does it say this summer now because it has you would have people confused yes and no the people who are confused sorry they're they're not the they're they're bandwagon fans demographic yeah (laughs) they're not the target group um but still, why couldn't they have released the, the trailer during the national championship game, which I believe was on ABC? Yeah. Oh, actually, when was the Peach Bowl? Sorry. I, I Living here in Orlando, I kind of got to support the whole UCF cause that, yeah, they might they might have had a good – they had a good claim at the national championship since they went 13-0 and and beat the team that beat the, the two teams that played for the national championship. But that's neither here nor there. Um <laughs> So we get past the words, and then we have a shot of, uh, someone help me here with who this actor says in the character. Mila Clark? Yes. Yeah. And we'll get to the characters here in a minute, but, um, we get a shot of her who I can't tell. It was hard for me to figure out what type of, I mean, is she a love interest to him? Is she, um, like a Ray type character for this movie? I think she's supposed to be his girlfriend in this. I think she might even be a rival. Uh, Possibly. Rival Um, smuggler. 
smuggler. Yeah. yeah, rival smuggler. Or she could be, like I said, if she is the love interest, she could be a rival smuggler. Look at the um, way Han and Leia's relationship started. True. Well, could could she potentially be a, a love interest that is also attached to Woody Harrison's character, and we're creating a love triangle here? Oh. Yeah. Uh, hey, there's always room for future Mrs. Han Solo. Yes, Ken, you do have a chance. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you DC scum. You and your fan base wanting to ruin Black Panther. Yeah, uh-huh. what's up with that? <laughs> no, no, no. If you listened to um, Superpowers I last actually, week, you'd see our stance on it. I, I was going to say, I'm gl- I I'm, was glad to see that you uh, talked about that. Yes, I actually, I was too. <laughs> Junior janitors have heart, just like I thought they did. Junior Justice Leaguers, that, get it right. I did. We Junior hang up janitors, the brooms. We don't right? push them. No, 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 no. We hang up the brooms so we can have enough room to podcast. Gotcha. So after we see the shot of, of what we're speculating is the love interest, we then see um, the droid, mm-hmm. which I love the look of this droid, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. But I yeah. guess we come to find out it's Lando's co-pilot. And again, we'll get to that here in a little bit. Um, and what is this like monorail thing? Yeah. This thing well, is cool. We've been we've been told off and on that this was supposed to have the feel of a Western. Yeah. Well, what's the what's not the most classic thing in a Western? A train. That a train heist. Hmm. So you have the train and you get to see the guys fighting on top. That we have a train heist in this movie. This is a Western in space. This one, hundred percent. Yeah. If you watch everything in this trailer, you'll see you'll get that feel. Then we get our first shot of Woody Harrelson. I will say I'm liking what I see. I, I even for the split two three second, well the split yeah. second or two, I'm liking the look of the character so far. Again, we're talking the Super Bowl spot, not the Good Morning America teaser. So uh, then we're in some club. Singer looks interesting, but we've got dancing toilets again. Yeah, Woo-hoo! the best thing is uh, out of all these new movies, I think this is the one of the few times we've actually seen classic aliens in one of these new Star Wars movies. Yeah. yeah Even Rogue One didn't have a whole lot of the classic ones other than um, Admiral Raddus, really. Well, I mean, there were some other ones that are fighter pilots and stuff, but out in the universe, you're not seeing the no, classic alien. But we do right. see classic characters with Dr. Yeah. E- Evzian and, and Ponda Buddha, So, yeah, I was going to say, well, at least the singer's not size noodle, so... Yeah. This is true. <laughs> Something easier to look at. But it makes yeah. you almost wonder, is this Lady Gaga? Oh. Space Lady Gaga. Oh. Yeah. So as we continue on, we're back on the train. And is this, is this Solo or is this Woody Harrelson? I can't tell. Doing I'm the battle. At, I'm assuming it's going to be Woody because I'm thinking um, I think is it, brought on to the crew to be the pilot. I think it is Woody. But <laughs> I've been trying to watch it over and over and I still can't tell. The weapon that of uh, the alien he's fighting. I can't tell. I, I well, actually I don't know if that's a an alien or if it's a robot. Yeah. I think it's actually the character we see at it's either the end of this trailer or the end of the other one where yeah. they're facing off against a guy in armor. Yeah. That, I think it's I him. Think right. That I've heard some people say, Hey, look, it's the start of it's the creation of the Knights of Run. Yeah. That that <laughs> the that the Ren Knights go that far back. Uh, and I saw no, that, I and, the, so. and the first time I saw that was from Kevin Lyle, who does sort of like Paul Bateman, or Bateman does kind of have an inside ear to to some of this, especially with some of the the artwork he or some of the art pieces he does. Yeah. Um, 
But I'm like, I can't tell. Is that a lightsaber or is that one of those electroshock ones similar to what Grievous's IG units had? Yeah, it looks more like a um, uh, um, it looks almost like the shock staff or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, it almost looks like the shock staff from uh, that Grievous's droids had a little bit. And then we see our first shot of Lando. The smoothest man in the entire galaxy. Uh, and it actually, Donald seeing... Glover looks smooth in this. I love seeing Donald Glover as Lando. Yes. Yes. And, and and when we saw Lando, the only thing I could think of was... Hello, what have we here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I had to sneak that in. Yeah. Um, then as we continue, where we see the Falcon, and it looks like we're back in that cloud space from the tie, from the Tie Fighters and the Star Destroyer, yeah. and then we see Solo imprisoned, and they ask him, "What's your name?" And he just looks up. Now we've had that speculation. You didn't get to hear him in this trailer. You don't. Be. You don't hear him in the in the next trailer either, as as we'll find out. But there's been a lot. We do hear him say some stuff. But there's been some speculation that Han Solo was not his original name. Oh, that's right. Yeah, still not crazy about that. But, yeah. But it also falls in line though with look at at Kanan from from Rebels. That's not his original name. His original name is Caleb. Yeah, yeah. yeah but he w- but that's because he was a Jedi that was trying to hide. Right, but well, yeah. it's the same thing here. He changes his that's name, true. hiding from the because what if you know leaving you know being kicked out of the academy or doing whatever he did at the academy made him an enemy of, of the Empire. Mm, that's true. Yeah, and protect yeah. your name so you can get around easier. So. Mm questions that still are going to get answered but i don't i don't think we're still at that point yet with in regards to his name at this stage where we're we're sitting here thinking two four nine or five <laughs> so um so we see him look up and then we see the 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 name in the movie solo a star wars mm-hmm. story then we get our first glimpse at chewbacca now this this is my favorite shot of the 45 second big game tv spot yeah now did anyone mm-hmm. notice anything different about chewbacca right from the get-go you see it here but you see it better in the other trailer yeah two the, he's got the, the bandolier. Two bandolier yeah oh, yeah and Which they're is na- weird because, like, once again, in the prequels, Chewbacca only has the one. One. And these are completely different bandoliers than... Yeah. So... Well, this could play into, was he a slave in Han Freedom? Mm-hmm. And that was part of when he was a slave, his equipment belts. Could be. Yeah. And then we get the shot Memorial Day and teaser tomorrow. So, that's where we go from there. Ken, do you want to take us through uh, through the actual the teaser? Trailer? Yeah. Well, the ne- well the next morning on Good Morning America, we got the full trailer, all minute and a half of it. We had forty five seconds at the Super Bowl, and about a minute and a half on the sec- on the full trailer. Yep. Right. Which was still awesome. We started in the same place. Han flipping dials, and and it is awesome to see actual working switches on the Millennium Falcon and actually close ups of controls. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the first time we've actually seen close ups of this. <laughs> what was that, Jeff? I said something that Harrison Ford actually won in. Uh, uh, 77. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, and if I remember right, um, I think that's one of the things he asked for in The Force Awakens. Yeah. When he actually talked to some of the prop guys and said, hey, can you make some of this stuff actually work? Yeah, yeah I think goggles here or something for me to flip. Yeah. yeah. That, and I've never seen, um, I don't think I've ever seen close-ups of the actual steering yoke on the on the Falcon. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, actually, I don't think so. You actually see a couple good pictures of that. And you get one of the most iconic logos in film, the Lucasfilm logo. Mm-hmm. Let me wait till it Okay, let me speed this up just a little. There we go. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, about half speed. It's almost perfect. Yeah. Then we get back into the streets, and um, it's Han being chased through the streets. This is the one where he actually gets in there and says how he he grew up um, yeah. pulling scams on the streets since <laughs> he was 10. Yep. And, of course, so. you, you've all noticed the solo dice, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're actually wait, wait, wait. on the mirror of his, um, or hanging from the dashboard of his um, speeder here. Yeah. I didn't pick it, that up until, like, maybe the third time, my third viewing. I, I actually happened to catch a around. picture of it. I knew they were I, I've seen the picture. Yeah, I okay, the picture okay. Then I went back and I was like, oh my goodness. I think I did notice, but I thought there was something else initially. Oh, wait. So, I just caught it. Let me see if this is what I saw. thought I saw. Yeah. If you look at the dashboard where he's turning the steering wheel on the speeder to his right, I don't know. I'm at time second number four, um, 14 seconds. Okay. Tell me that doesn't look like the targeting screen for an X Wing. Could be. In front, of oh, the co- in, fr- in front of the passenger. Yeah. But lo- but looking at the speeder, too, it, it, it's, especially with the dice, it, it's a great nod to Harrison Ford and, and American Graffiti. Yeah. Yeah. Which, of course, Ron Howard was in as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting. If you look, the speeder guy chasing him, when he hits and flips up and over, that looks like a variation on Stormtrooper armor. I don't know if it's um, local um, Imperial police. I believe it's obviously not a speeder bike or speeder um, trooper. Well, there, ha- right, yeah. there have been... Um, Photos coming from one of the toy fairs. I think it's the France toy fair or Germany okay. toy fair, and they're being labeled as mud troopers. Okay, mud troopers. <laughs> well, the next shot, we're still racing. Um, he's still being chased by. I'm assuming it's a police speeder or something. And um, you get some drifting <coughs> out on the docks, which is kind of cool to see. Then we go across this beautiful landscape of mountains on an obviously another another planet. Right. And then you get Han Solo standing on top of the mountain in a fur coat. Yeah. And then we get the same shot of the interior of the Millennium Falcon, and those floors look almost imperial level um, shine to them. I mean, this, you could this could be the deck of the Death Star. <laughs> then we go back to another similar shot of walking down the sand dunes. Now, like I said, people were thinking Tatooine are in this, but this can't be Tatooine because, as far as I know, there's no ocean on Tatooine. Yeah, right. Body of water there. <laughs> yeah, this is back to Woody Harrelson talking about or talking to uh, Solo and saying he's putting together a crew, which goes back into our Western theme when you well, the, do, when you pull a heist you need a crew right. but okay going back to like around the 23 second mark did this not remind you guys of hoth that maybe he had been to hoth before oh yeah possibly mm. i don't i don't think he's dressed right if that's Hoth. yeah well so depends he would be dressed on dressed a lot colder yeah. yeah, maybe depending on where in the orbit around its sun it is. Yeah, I'm thinking it might be Corellia because we've never seen in uh-huh. no books, no g- movies, or no movies, no video games, and as far as I know, no comics have we ever actually seen a representation of Corellia. Uh-huh. I'm assuming at some point in this movie we're going to see it. Let me look that up while you keep going. I could have sworn that was the that was right because I, I've heard of a couple other shows pointed that one out too. Right. But, um, yeah, like I said, they're walking across the sand dunes. We get to see um, Woody Harrelson's character. Then we get a new shot of Amelia Clark's character with the um, with Lando's droid walking out from underneath the Falcon. Then we get to see the smoothest man in the galaxy once again sitting back, and looks like he's probably sitting there playing cards or something and looking as smooth as Lando can look. Hello, what have we here? I'm sorry, I had to do it. And just yep, from the well, trailer, I can see that he's he's like he nailed Lando. Oh yeah, yeah. And Lando's thought. Why you slimy double crosser, no good swindler. You know it. 
And each of these shots right here, you can tell it's basically showing the crew that right. Harrelson's putting together. Mm-hmm. We got a lady with a gun. We got a four-armed alien sitting down into a blaster turret, it looks like. It's not the one from the Falcon, so this is from a different ship. Right. There's someone else in the background. That lady with the gun, that's Tandy Newton, who people okay. might recognize from Westworld. Yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, the next shot we get, what do you, you got, Mike? I'm looking at Corellia on Wikipedia. And everything I'm seeing so far is mention only and mention only. Uh, in novels and stuff. In the novel, Aftermath Empires end appears in a hologram. Like I said, um, I don't think they've ever visually represented it. Right. Well, may, the next shot we get Maybe is... in Star Wars The Force Awakens beginner game. Okay. Because uh, there's nothing saying... F- uh, mention only. Uh, supposedly, too, in the insider s- story, Scorched in episode or in issue one sixty five. Yeah, but that's actually that was still that would be a um in the still text form. It wouldn't be yeah. actual drawn. So maybe um, the Force Awakens beginner game. Yeah, which I don't even know what that oh, is. I don't. Oh, uh, it's a role playing game. So ah, see, then it's still not still not there. Yeah, for a planet that's got as many name drops as it has in this entire universe. Oh. The- this list it's is pretty, never been this, represented. This list is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably one of the more um, famous or infamous planets in the in the galaxy. Just like Alderaan. Han was there. Wedge is from there. Just like Alderaan. It's a blast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, the next shot in the trailer, we get to Han, and it looks like he's, from the lighting, it looks like he's walking up and looking, because it looks like he's looking at a game. He may be looking at the card game Lando was playing earlier. Right. Because the lighting looks about right, and it looks like he's mm-hmm. walking up on a game of some sort. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. may be where he walks up and meets Lando. Hey, have we, going back to the desert scene, I know I'm, I'm running behind because I've been doing it. Oh, no, you're fine. So what was the possibility that that might might possibly be Scarif? I don't know. It looks like there's some ruins of some stuff, so I don't know. Who's to say there weren't so. ruins on Scarif? Yeah. Hmm. Well, by if the time God done, Scarif was a ruins. Could it be, could it be Jeddah? Who's to say you know that? What? I don't know if it would be because those planets, um, all the stuff that happened in Rogue One happened after this. Yeah. And, and Jeddah so. was considered a, you know, could possibly have the ruins like this. If if they're standing possibly on Jedi Holy Land and not realize that's where they're at, mm, I, know. I know I'm, I'm stretching. I don't, but I don't think they're gonna. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna um, do bring anything. I don't think this is really gonna tie to Rogue One at all. It'd be cool mm-hmm. if it did. Other than the look and the feel of this, felt more that looks and feels cinemat- cinematically more like Rogue One than it does the saga films. Right, right. Which is supposedly what the uh, Star Wars stories are supposed to be like. They're supposed yeah. to have their own feel and not feel like the the episode. They feel almost a little grittier. Now, we said the the woman with the gun is from Westworld. Yeah. Yeah. When I first saw her, I thought, ooh, could this be Sana? Everybody thought that. (laughs) No, we know her name. And we're going to actually get into that. I know. And I'm I'm like, you had a chance and you blew it. (laughs) So I I love this forearm creature on the crew. And it's um, awesome that here, for me, it looks like it's she. That's just the take I'm taking on it looking at her. Yeah, let me get to her. I don't know why. I'm probably wrong. And it's weird. Instead, of, they could have went with a Dexter Jexter looking look to it. Right. But it almost looks like a monkey-faced forearm creature. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So we've gotten past that shot. We're in some dark, dank mm-hmm. place. It looks like, yeah, where you probably... Next up, we get, actually get a full look at Chewbacca. Yeah. Um, and Jonas that does Chewbacca now is does an awesome Chewbacca. It helps mm-hmm. that Peter Mayhew coached him and showed him how to do Chewbacca. Yeah. yeah. 
Right. It's it's almost indistinguishable from the way um, Peter Mayhew always did him. Yeah. But you can see here he's got looks like grenades or something across the two double bandolier. Yeah. So I'm wondering if this isn't leftovers, like I said, from when he was a uh, slave, because his regular bandolier looks like it's cargo pockets or something in it. Well, there there's pl- the silver plates, but I'm not sure. Yeah. What the purpose is with those? I don't. I don't remember. know if those are boxes or what. This looks. This actually reminds me of um, grenades from a grenade launcher. Right, but if he's a slave, could those potentially be food capsules or or pens for yeah. whatever he needs? for whatever mining he's involved with mm-hmm. if he's mining, which was a big thing that Wookiees were used for. Yeah, and this also, this is the scene with Woody Harrelson's character where he's asking, are you guys going to join my crew? So I'm wondering if this is not actually the same planet that the desert's on, even though they're on top of a mountain. Could be. It's just a different terrain, which would be the first time I can think of ever that we see two different climates on the same planet in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Till now, every planet's got the exact same climate all over it. I gotta say, I don't like Woody Harrelson's haircut. Uh, that's not hair. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, that actually looks better than it did with the wind blowing it, though. Next up, we get to see um, Lando and his co-pilot, which the reason we got co-pilot in here, we'll talk about in a minute. Um, but kind of giving each other a salute as they're getting ready to fly. And you see him toggling switches. Now, if I remember right, in the original um, films, didn't you pull back on the hyperspace lovers to go to hyperspace? Or did you push forward on them? I don't I thought, remember. I thought you pushed forward. Yeah, okay. I think you. Oh, boy. Well, in this one, they push them forward. Curse my memory. Then we, well, next up, it says that we get the this, thum- this summer. Then we get a wider shot of the club that we saw in the teaser. <clears throat> As we zoom in, looking, and there's all kinds of people all over the place. And this, you get to see a pretty good um, shot of the performer, singer. And it looks like there's an alien in a jar floating beside her. And that may also be her um, singer for the duet or a backup singer because he's holding a microphone also. Right, huh. and we see Amelia's character in here with it. Uh, um, again, looks like she's hiding in this club. Next, we get the iconic um, Han Solo unstrapping his blaster. But for me, the, that blaster looks kind of small. That holster. I mean, right. they, we've seen that the gun he uses is um, is the DL forty. I think is what he always used. So it is the Han Solo blaster. But in this, it just looks skinny. And, oh, this looks like a different a different blaster than what he ends up with. Do you think this might actually be an early earlier blaster? For him. Could be. Could be, yeah. And then he this looks almost like a standard revolver that you would see. Um, the, the holster looks like it fits a standard like um, six-shooter revolver that you'd see on Earth. Mm-hmm. Now, what what does this scene remind you guys of? Or what came to mind when you guys first saw this scene? I, I was like a Mad Max. Kind of. The crew that he's going up against. Yeah. Um, Indiana Jones. Oh, Not yeah. Because this guy has a bladed weapon. I'm wondering if we're uh, going to get that whole... Blade sequence shoots them and just pull. Yeah. Well, also, if you looked at bladed weapon, this this has to be the guy that they were fighting on the train in the teaser. I That's so. the weapon that he was swinging around with the um energy flight going through it. Yeah. Now that's d- the energy staff thing he was swinging around. He's got yeah. the shields on his arms, but they're all folded up. Now, this is to me. This would be like a nod to again Harrison from Indiana Jones, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Do y'all know the backstory behind that scene? Yeah. Yeah. Every everybody knows the backstory. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, to those fans who are are new to Star Wars or even the Indiana Jones universe, the younger fans, when that scene was filmed, the original shot called for Harrison Ford to grab the whip and whip the sword out of the out of the thug's hands. Well, he had come down with food poisoning. Was that what was making him sick? Or he had? I think it was. The, I think it was the flu. Or the flu. So they did the shot. They couldn't get it right. So they they did one more. 
and Harrison forgot to go for the whip, grabbed the gun, fired, and I guess whatever blank was in the gun went off, and that's why you see a delay in the guy dropping, and that's what they kept. I was like, wait, what happened? Oh, drop. <laughs> I've been shot. <laughs> That's why there's the delay. And it just works so well. He goes, no, I want, this is the last shot. I'm going back to my trailer after this. So that's how I that whole thing anyway, came about. It makes um, it adds to the character. It's, it's yeah. what Indiana Jones would do. True. Right. So. Just like Han being the only shooter in A New Hope, he did not shoot first. He was the only shot. Sorry, <laughs> that, that's the one thing that irked me about the special edition is that whole sequence. Oh, our hero couldn't have killed on for being ruthless. Well, yeah, he could. He was a smuggler at the time. Yeah, he was a pirate. I mean, he he still truly didn't become a part of the rebellion until Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Even though he was with them at Hoth, he was still trying to get out of there. Yeah. Right. So, anyway. Well, when we continue on, we see the guy standing there and his crew's behind him. This is obviously a rival crew, Woody Harrelson's crew. But if you look all the way to the right, uh, the one in the background there, does that, look, that costume and mask look familiar somewhat? Yep. I was just thinking that myself. Are, are we still at look, the potential duel scene? Yeah. You can get it right at the 51 second mark. You see oh. the entire crew behind him. Right. But all the way to the right, does that one look kind of familiar? Are you, are you talking, you thinking Bosch? That's what, I, that's what I've heard and that's what it looks like yep. kinda. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Either too. if it's not Bosch or Bush, then it's someone with the same armor, exactly. which I could be out there depending on what the armor, make of the armor was and stuff. Also, I've heard a lot of people talking about that short one looks almost like an Ewok. <laughs> Well, if you, <laughs> if you take a look at the one directly to the left of the main guy, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's still, I'm at the 50 second mark. The, yeah. the shape of the head, this could almost be Boba Fett wearing Jango's armor still and not colored to his own yet. I don't know. Because that mm. one, um, the faceplate's too smooth, I think. Actually, I saw that one. I thought Cobra Commander for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so We'll find out who these I'm assuming at some point, especially if we're dealing with bounty hunters and stuff and um, pirates, we may get a couple of familiar faces in here. Right. right. Rogue One, when they had a chance, they tossed a couple of familiar faces in there so you know it's still in the same universe. Right. Like I said, Dr. Evison and Pondababa. Yeah. So we get a close up. Then you get someone. And actually that in the scene here with the cape flourish, that almost looks like the um, costume that Lando uses on the sail barge in Lando and Jabba's palace. I just saw that on another article, too. Somebody else was saying that. If you stop it just right, you can kind of um, see the face mask, and it looks like... I'm at 52 seconds, but it's in the middle there. It's so so much of a blink and a miss. you got to catch it just right. You can see the mm. face. It almost looks like the sail barge helmet that he uses, mm-hmm. or the Jabba's palace when he's the guard. Are you talking the person at the door itself, or the caped yeah. person? The caped person. It oh, okay, kind of, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lando was... in a very similar disguise as what he used at Jabba's palace. Right, I'm seeing that now. Then we get back to his co-pilot and you get Han now this one I noticed when I was I'm wondering if this may not because we were talking about possibly seeing Jabba in this and we see Han flying this ship and dropping a cargo pod of some sort away and it's taking oh. those bikes with it or no wait 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 go back and look that's actually that's a train car huh? Yeah. Look at what he's dropping. That's what a train car from that train that they were just trying to rob. Uh, so Hans, I'm assuming Hans flying that ship. So he, that had to have been Woody Harrelson on the train. I think you're right. For a second there, I thought I was wondering if that wasn't a pod full of spice. Right. And that that gives you why is Jabba after him? You get an explosion and the ship is flying away. You get more of um, Han and Amelia um, Clark, right? Mm-hmm. Them talking yeah. back and forth. She says she talks about how she's the only person in the galaxy who knows who he really is. <clears throat> 
which also leads to the whole possible love interest thing. Right. And you get the solo logo. It looks like the very, it's the end of the trailer. We're at 106. Oh, wait, there's more. Yeah. We get back into that cloud with TIE Fighters chasing the Millennium Falcon, and we get a brand new TIE Fighter. Yes. Now, with the toy leaks, have we seen a name for this thing yet? No, I haven't. Because I, I haven't seen anything on the TIE Fighters yet. Because it looks like basically the extra pod is for extra weapons fire Ooh, or something. Yeah. Then we get a shot of the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon with our piloting crew that's supposed to be there, Han and Chewie. And behind him is um, Lando and Amelia Clark. And um, standing behind them, even, is uh, Woody Harrelson's character. Right. right. Um, so you get five in the cockpit, and the rest of the crew's got to be in the back somewhere. And here's that shot I told you where we get a really good look at the steering yoke for the Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. And we get some of the Han Solo flying. Spins the Falcon, knocks out a um, knocks out a TIE fighter. And then you get a, um, a, cla- <laughs> a classic take or change on a Han Solo line about how everything's fine here. Yeah. And it's all good until he turns around and looks and there's tentacles yeah, the, all over the place. The space cracking. I have a really bad feeling well, about this. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be... Now, if they are actually in outer in space itself, this wouldn't be the first time we've seen um, creatures living in space. Look in Rebels, we had the space whales. Right. right. So why couldn't there be something else out in the middle of this cloud? This is true. Yeah. And <laughs> then we get the Memorial Day logo. And I believe, was that it for this one? Um, yeah, and then yeah. that's it. There's a lot of stuff to pick through on this, and I think we've picked through just about all of it. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, Derek, why don't you lead us through uh, what StarWars.com gave us as highlights that maybe we caught, maybe we didn't catch. Sure. Although That was a bad segue, uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Although we pretty much caught just about everything. Yeah, I think we got everything in this. But let's see. So five highlights from the trailer. Uh, highlight number one. I'm going to be a pilot. Best in the galaxy. Uh, only one person could have the bravura to say that and the talent to back it up. For anyone who loves Han Solo, it's thrilling to turn back the clock and see the rogue scoundrel before he met Luke and Obi-Wan in Mos Eisley. Before he said, I know, and before he became a legend. The opening narration by Alden Aaron Wright. Yeah, thank you. Delivered with classic Solo word weariness gives us a glimpse of who Solo was and where he's going. I've been running scams on the street since I was 10. We're not surprised. Number two. Hello, Hello what have we here? There we go. I was hoping you were going <laughs> to nail it. <laughs> the style. Why you slimy double? Hey, you know what can I say? The style, the <laughs> smile. That's Lando and Donald Glover in just a few images manages to capture the fan favorite's essence perfectly. He appears cool and collected until he's not, like when a giant tentacle is about to swat the Falcon. And we can't wait to see more of him. I know. I'm. I'm so. I'm. I've just. I've been happy about since they cast him about him playing Lando and just seeing it in the trailer. I'm just even more happy. Yeah. I've always liked him. <clears throat> Here's a good one. Number three. The Millennium Falcon was clean. Maybe the. <laughs> maybe the biggest shocker of all is that a ship that's been called a hunk of junk, a bucket of bolts, and garbage ever looked remotely nice. It will test your this head te- and your mind and your brain. Indeed. This teaser trailer shows that before we first saw it in all its beat-up glory and still thought it was the coolest thing ever in A New Hope, the Falcon had indeed seen better days. Although, I gotta say, I'm kind of not liking the cleaned-up version of the Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it almost looks feels Imperial. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Two or three times looking at it when I first saw it during the teaser from the Super Bowl, I was looking at it and looked at my wife and I'm like, is that is that supposed to be the Falcon? Yeah. And then when 
when I went back and watched it again on YouTube right away after the commercial ran, I was like, yeah, that's the Falcon. Well, who's mm. to say it wasn't an Imperial ship or used by the Imperials, by the Empire, yeah. and they happened yeah. to steal it? Or maybe Possibly. that's or maybe that's what led to... Well, no, because Hanwa won it from Lando, so it's not his yet. I don't know. That's why I said, what's the difference? That could be the difference between Lando and Han owning a ship. Yeah. It all depends on which way they go with it, too, because they could just totally ignore that, but... Unless Han, unless Han lost it to Lando and then won it back. Ah. Maybe. Or if it's somehow Woody Harrelson's ship and they stole it from him. Uh, this is true, too. Oh. It could be a whole, any number of ways now that it could happen. Right. Uh, so, highlight number four, that Western feel, which I believe we kind of mentioned. Yep. <laughs> but but again, I'm I'm surprised too that they don't mention with this scene that it almost has that tribute to the Indiana Jones scene that we get from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. but they might not either mention that in the case that that might be too much of a spoiler. Mm, possibly, yeah. Uh, from a desert standoff to the mention of a crew, much of the imagery and tone of the solo movie of the solo trailer seems rooted in classic westerns. Appropriate, considering that the genre was a major influence on the original Star Wars, and especially fitting for an early tale about a scoundrel who blasts bounty hunters under cantina tables. Yep. Number five, home run. We've seen Han pull off some fancy moves with the Falcon, and this might be the best. With a TIE fighter close by, Han spins, smashing the smaller craft away and into a fiery explosion. Just awesome. And a moment that exemplifies the Falcon's can't-be-match cool factor. <laughs> For best results, play on repeat. Well, the interesting and- thing is, if you look at that, we were saying the difference between Han and Lando taking care of a ship. This may be the reason why the um, things like this may be the reason why the Falcon looks like the way it does after Han's had it for a while. Because he beats it up a little more. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Hey, as long as it gets from um, is fast, has enough um, weapons, and can get from point A to point B, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Right. It's the Star Wars equivalent to NASA's Vomit Comet. Yeah, yeah really. And, or the and classic fun. sleeper for, that you'd have in street racing. You have this some awesome souped-up car, and then someone rolls up in like a little Pinto that has everything under the hood but nowhere else. Mm. Farm truck from Street Outlaws. <laughs> <laughs> With a farm truck and Asian. And Han has the cojones to tell Lando in Return of the Jedi, not a scratch, right? Yeah. <laughs> now seeing it, how clean it was, come on, Han. Yeah. Shouldn't be worried about a little scratch here and there. Now, I wanted to go back to the trailer real quick because I'm seeing this in from the story on uh, StarWars.com. Uh, where this highlights came from, like we said before. And, and I know there's a bonus highlight that Derek could get to as well. The picture they have as the still for the solo official teaser to the left of Han, doesn't that kind of kind of look like the silhouette of Embo from from Clone Wars. Oh. Which on uh, which one? Scroll scroll down under the bonus highlight. You see the where once you play the official teaser. Yeah. The image they're using. Look to the left of Solo. The one that is more of a silhouette. Give me just a second. Let me get to that point in the trailer. No, you don't even have to be in the trailer. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I can get it bigger on the screen if I do it that way. Uh, Let me remember where it was at in here. You got the one creature whose oh, wait, head I looks got it like here. the he- one creature. His head almost looks like a. Oh, what's the one? The the character with the many faces on uh, from He Man. Is it many, many faces? Many faces. <laughs> <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> almost looks like that head. 
it's a real life Mighty Mugs. If not, the head almost looks a little bit like Manowar's head as well. Oh, if you go back to the trailer to um, 35 seconds and look over Lando's right shoulder, I think you'll see another very similar face. You're talking about Embo? That might be him there, or at least the same hat. Okay, we're talking teaser trailer? Or, uh, I'm in the official trailer. Yeah, okay. I think it's the same guy that you're seeing in that picture, except you see a lot better view of him. Okay. In the official trailer. 35 seconds, I've got what's-her-name from Westworld. Well, we go to 34 seconds. You get Lando. Right. And over his right shoulder, looking away from him, I think is that same alien. That's where I'm I'm thinking oh, this is yeah. the same scene. That's it. the same one you see in that other shot. So I think that, that kind of confirms this here and the one of looking behind Han with the silhouette is the same um, the same scene. Could be. The same bar this and stuff. Could, this could be where the two of them meet. Right. But yeah, that still looks like Embo. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, the other shot gives you a much better look at it. The, the only other thing could it be is the constable that they made all the action figures for but got cut from, <laughs> from <laughs> Rogue One. And they get Constable Zuvio? <laughs> That's the other option. I still say you, you can actually see him in the movie. He's um, You get like a half of a second shot during the flashback that he I think he's getting cut down by the Knights of Ren. Yeah, but supposedly he was shown oh. at at the um, Mas Canada Cantina, that's supposedly where he's supposed to be at. Ah, okay. So, well, hopefully, at some point, we'll ever get some deleted scenes from that movie. Yeah. So, um, I guess I'll take this next story. Uh, coming from Uprocks, they give us a little more information about Lando's co-pilot, and as we've all been watching this over and over and over, and expounding on what parts are are coming back from the the scrapped extended universe back into canon, um, there was yet another nod to the extended universe, and that was the co-pilot. Uh, you know, we see in the trailer where Han Solo, uh, we're assuming it's before Han Solo wins the Falcon off Lando in a card game. Um, we, we see, we see the co-pilot. Now, the rumor is the co-pilot's going to be voiced by Phoebe Walter-Bridge, or Waller-Bridge, uh, who is playing a character not yet announced to be, but yet CGI. Well, it could be this droid. Um, in, in books written by L. Neil Smith, after the release of Return of the Jedi, he published three Lando books. In those was, um, Lando was a great gambler, a swindler, but a terrible pilot. Um, to help fly the Falcon, Lando needed a droid. Granted, the droid in the books uh, was Vuffy Raw. Doesn't look anything like this new droid, which is probably best because the pentagon-shaped disc with tentacles wouldn't look nearly as cool while doffing an invisible cap near her at her buddy Lando. So... Yeah. Um, so the droid comes from potentially the the three Lando books, bringing that nod. Yeah, you know, we've we've already had what looks like the Imperial Academy and Han's backstory there being now canon. We've got Thrawn now canon. Um, I, I think they are bringing elements of the expanded universe into canon. So all you fans, chill, you know, all everyone. Just chill out about the expanded universe. Yeah. We're going to get parts and pieces as they happen that could be potentially relevant to the stories. Which is exactly what they said they were going to do when they took a, the a Legends and sa- or the extended universe and made it Legends. They said, these stories are still here. We'll still use them, just not in the way they were originally used. I mean, look at Thrawn. Yeah, they, they, didn't, they didn't say they were going to kill the stories permanently. No, yeah. but they never said they weren't going to use them either. I mean, again, prime example, right. look at Thrawn. Thrawn is now canon, but mm-hmm. heir to the Empire. It was their Empire series, right? 
yeah. was, or Shadows of the Empire that he was a part of? No, Thrawn was in the Thrawn trilogy, which was Heir to the Empire, um, Dark Force Rising, and Last Command. Well, he, they had like four or five other novels also that he was in. But Timothy Zahn wrote uh, um, a couple of other books that brought Thrawn back for different things. <laughs> Those stories are not canon, but we're getting new canon with Thrawn. Well, another I mean, example of that, of bringing back the idea of it, was when we did the Last Jedi coverage, I pointed out how similar the character of Rey and um, Kylo Ren are to Jason and Jaina. They're not, yeah. They may not be related, but the characters are very similar. The character of Rey is very similar in characteristics and um, what makes her who she is to what Jaina is. Right. And Kylo Ren, the same thing with Jason. Almost like the blueprint for the character is still there, even though the details are different right so it's coming in story groups own particular way Mm -hmm. just let it go let it happen and just stop pushing that oh you're going to spoil everything unless they spring the expanded universe back as canon Mm -hmm. well just relax bits and pieces and bits and pieces that everyone that story group knows was all fan favorites are coming back but with new but with a new twist to the tale so, from there, uh, I guess Ken, you're you're back with uh, with the characters. Yeah. Well, like we said, we were teasing the whole time some of these characters, and we know the names now. And the last article said how the um, droid, well, Phoebe Waller Britt. Bridge didn't have we didn't know who her, her name was but we do now she is the droid uh, but the names we already know Alden Ehrenreich is Han Solo we've known that since the beginning um, Jonas Suotamo or Suotamo is um, the new Chewbacca he's going right. to be Chewbacca from now until the end of Chewbacca I believe probably he's young enough now or um, or, or he gets to a point where he can't carry the role on anymore exactly um, Donald Glover is Lando Calrissian those ones we've known for a long time mm-hmm. uh, Woody Harrelson is the next one we knew was in the book in the movie um and his character is named beckett now we actually got his first name also but they don't have it on this article i don't remember off the top of my head um tobias that might be it because i I know i have another different article up here and it says woody harrelson as tobias beckett okay that sounds right uh and all of this is out of um the one i have here is actually from fanthatrax and it's um this is stuff out of the lucasfilms issued press images that they're going through here uh the next one we have is um amelia Clark as um, her name is Q-I-R-A. It's Kira. Now, does that sound familiar to you guys? A little bit. That name. If you remember, in the original treatments for The Force Awakens, Ray's um, name was Kira. K-I-R-A. Right. Right. Yeah. So it looks like they were able to still use the name, even though it's for a totally different character now. And um, that's actually confirmed in um, some of Lucas's notes on his original drafts of what he wanted to do with Episode 8 or 7 was the character of Kira was going to be Luke's uh, apprentice. So um, next up was we get Phoebe Waller-Bridge is Lando's co-pilot, L337. That's the name of the droid. And the last one we have was um, Bandy Newton from Westworld. Her character is named Val. Should have been Sana. (laughs) They had a chance. They blew it. We have the main characters. That that doesn't mean that she's still not in there. Yeah. Unless it's the same kind of thing as Han Solo. She's got to change her name and become Sana. It's possible. Or that's his nickname for her. You never know. It's going to be interesting to see where we go from here. But I'm thinking at this point, it was going to be Kira is going to be the love interest. So I'm not sure where they're going to go from there. Well, Sana wasn't truly the love interest. They were married, quote unquote, married for a mission. Oh, okay. Um, which they talk about that like two issues after she's introduced in, in Star Wars. 
Yeah, yeah I don't actually. I don't think there really was much love between the two of them. No, <laughs> it, it was just she saw him with another woman and took advantage. So where do we want to go from there, Mike? Um. Well, Derek, why don't you hit us up from the interesting story from Bleeding Cool? Ah, uh, yes. So, so people have been wondering how Alden Ehrenreich. Why can't I say his name? Aaron Reich. Oh, Aaron Reich. Thank you. I think because when I look at it, I'm all like, "What the heck does that say?" Uh, anyway, everybody's wondering how Aaron Aaron Reich will do. Alden Aaron Reich will do as Han Solo. But uh, the good news is that he actually went to the source to find out about Han Solo. And that source is none other than Harrison Ford. Uh, we know uh, he had lunch with Ford and uh, he wouldn't tell what he what he talked, spoke about with, with Ford. But uh, in an interview with Entertainment Weekly, he did say a, a few things. Uh, Ford said, to, Ford told him to tell people, tell them I told you everything you needed to know and that you can't tell anyone. Which that sounds like something you'd say. Yeah. And then Enron Enron Reich said Aaron Reich said they need he needs to change his name to Solo. <laughs> <laughs> he said I got to stick to my orders from the man himself, uh, referring to not saying too much about what was spoken at the meeting. Well, I I uh, could tell you how they entered, how they saluted each other when they met. I, I've got okay. that. I got that drop right here. Good morning. Nice of you guys to drop by. <laughs> <laughs> so their lunch meeting was about what Kathleen Kennedy expected from them. Uh, she's known Ford since Raiders of the Lost Ark. And when she asked Ford about the meeting, she wasn't surprised by his report. He said it was perfect. Classic Harrison. Uh, Kennedy said, uh, Good kid, good kid, really good kid. I think being who who Harrison is, there's no way he would step in the middle of this and start trying to dictate. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? So he didn't. So Harrison didn't try to dictate or control anything behind the scenes, but he did give him some great pointers about how he should he should approach this character. What Ford did so beautifully for Alden was he talked a lot about what he remembered when he first read Star Wars and what George had done with Han, who the character was, and the conversations he had for so many years with George about how that character developed. According to Kennedy, what are you talking Alden, about? He gave Alden that kind of insight, which was invaluable. There were several times in the course of making the movie where Alden would actually recount some of the things that Harrison had pointed out. I think that was really, really helpful to him. <laughs> Director Ron Howard kind of walked into a mess of a movie, <laughs> and he turned to Ford for guidance. Uh, even though a lot of people think that Ford has, seems to have nothing but contempt for Star Wars, uh, he had done some thinking about the character. Harrison's a very thoughtful actor and an artist, and I wanted to know what he learned about the character, according to Ron Howard. He said that Han is always torn between that sense that he was, in a way, an orphan, and therefore both yearned for connection with people and struggled with it at the same time. I thought that was pretty interesting. I like the sound of that. Uh, Howard talked about making sure Han's history came out in the way he acted. Uh, 
Ford famously famously said that Han is dumb as a stump. <laughs> this is wish, ridiculous. He, he wishes the character would have died in the original trilogy, uh, which we all know too well. Uh, the past of the character does influence the future, and we're going to see how that works out in this movie. Han has survived and proven that he can survive, but he's never sure he, he's as he's quite as smart as he needs to be. Uh, Ron Howard said, recalling their conversation. Change that. He's not really smart. That's not the word he used. Han's not as on top of it as he needs to be. So he wants to give the appearance of control, but in fact he's often scrambling. I think Harrison played that beautifully, and Alden and I talked about both of these ideas a lot. So, uh, the good news is, for everybody who's worried about how Alden's gonna do, it does look like they did some research into it, at least, and tried to get an idea of who Han Solo actually is, who he was, what makes him tick, and all that. So, I think that, I think uh, I think that's going to uh, be interesting. Look, don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. Trust me. <laughs> the cool thing is they have a picture of here of um, Harrison Ford from The Force Awakens um, after the battle at Masconata's castle where he's leaning up against a rock and then Alden Ehrenreich with a similar pose standing there. They actually, Alden Ehrenreich does pull a um, resemblance to Han Solo. Yeah, actually. Yeah. He really does. It's just, I think it's just the mannerism of the way he's standing or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish they changed the hair up slightly, but I understand yeah. he was a little younger. But overall. Yeah, he was, you know, he was a kid, so. But overall, that's a good story. I think you just can't bear to let a gorgeous guy like me out of your sight. <laughs> sure, sure. I still got a couple more. <laughs> anyway, um, so what are what are you thinking there, Jeff? Um, I my, my initial reaction when I saw the official trailer where we actually got to hear Alden actually say some lines. I think he's going to do. I was impressed. I yeah, it, it just blew took me over the level of excitement for this movie because I'm like, yeah, Alden has nailed Han Solo for me. He has the mannerisms down. You know, yeah, he doesn't have, he doesn't sound exactly like Ford, but, you know, we, who really sound, sounded like themselves when they were younger? I mean, you're, exactly, you're, yeah. So, uh, I think he's going to do good, and yeah, you know, the, these doubters and haters, they need to, like you said, like they need to calm down. Just, you know, bring it down a knot, calm down, wait till you see the movie, and then, you know, then all your venom and hate go out on Twitter, you know, like they did for the last Jedi, so yeah, but yeah. Part, part of the problem is a lot of the newer fans they don't want to wait, they want it now. So, since they can't, yeah. so since they don't want to handle the anticipation or the build up from the trailers, and and of course, Lucasfilm is trying to avoid giving too much out with the trailers that way they can build up the hype, which is almost too little too late at this point. Um. It, it, it's not making the fans happy. And, right. it's, and it's just like with The Last Jedi. Force Awakens, oh, it's too much like A New Hope. So they go a completely different direction. And they don't like sort that. Of, sort of what the <laughs> fans were saying that they wanted, and then and, they don't like that. It's like, right. then you're just watching these movies to complain. And you're right. never going to be satisfied with what happens and what gets done. Yeah. And personally, if you're that type of fan, I mean, it's, it's I mean, we have talked about, I love The Last Jedi, but I can never pick that movie left and right. right. Yeah. You can but, really do that with all of the movies. Right. Yeah. Doesn't mean I doesn't mean I don't love it. Pick up doesn't mean you don't love it. So Yeah. Well, hey, it's just like this porridge is too hot. Well this porridge is too cold. This bed's right. too hard. This one's too soft. Yeah. <laughs> 
Let, let's start a petition and just not make a cannon anymore. Nothing worse than co- cold pork. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or or pork. Yeah. Wait, when you ex- expected pour ranch on it and it wasn't ranch. Really? Oh. Cucumber sauce. Ugh. Uh, what? Anyway, huh? What? I thought we were talking about. I don't think there's a story, but there that we're gonna have to hear later. Mm, I don't know if I want to hear that one. <laughs> Anyway, um, shortly after, uh, what was it, Tuesday, was it that we started to get a, get these? And that's the new, um, actually, no, it was on Monday that these popped out. That's the new teaser trailers for, uh, or teaser posters. Or posters. And, I want to know where we can get these. Yeah. yeah. And I, and again, carrying that Western theme, these almost looked like parchment from, from wanted posters. Right. Yeah. They actually, they remind me of um, novel covers. That too. Okay. Oh, yeah. The classic covers from novels. Have you yeah, seen like these, Jeff? Pulp. Yeah. Okay. So we get Solo, and of course, on, on some planet, uh, which the buildings in the background almost look a little bit like Camino, but I know it's not. Or, um, well, a lot of Tatooine had the rounded buildings like that, too. We keep yeah. going back to the possibility of Tatooine showing up. But the problem yeah. is there's too much water there. Well, and you can't tell in this trailer, or no. this picture, because of it being all red and, or all reds and oranges. There's that sand. Yeah. It almost looks like water. Yeah. Yeah. With the way... it almost looks like the ripples are mm-hmm. or low waves of water. Yeah, it, it's not still water; it's water that's got movement to it. Uh, then we got Kira next, which we see the shot where um, where they're trying where the ruins are because uh, we see that shot before. I think how they've got her placed, she might be blocking uh, the characters from the actual still. Unless this is a setup shot that they took before they filmed the scene, which is always a possibility. Yeah. Uh, then we have Lando, who this is him on top of the mountains that we've already seen too. Yeah, but take a look yeah. at that. Take a look at that blaster. That looks very similar to yeah. the blaster that Han's carrying, possibly in in his his holster, but with a very much stub nose. I was yeah. gonna say it looks has almost no off. barrel to it. Um, then we have Chewie. Now here's the thing I found interesting with Chewie: no bowcaster. Right. Yeah, that almost looks like it could be a stormtrooper blaster uh, yeah. or modified how much do you want to make a, this looks like hmm? how much you want to make a bat hasbro looked at this and said oh thank god <laughs> well it, this one looks like he may be on um we've not talked about it but we're assuming one of the planets we're going to is kessel this yeah, may be uh, in the mines of Ke- or outside the mines of kessel could be mm-hmm. possibly now I'm just curious how how does this rifle compare to um to what when Has, Hasbro or not Hasbro Kenner with the Chewbacca from Shadows of the Empire? I don't remember that one. Uh, they had che- the Chewbacca. They did maybe it was Hasbro, but they did a Shadows of the Empire figure set, and it was Chewbacca as a bounty hunter. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. Was that Hasbro? Yep. I don't remember. Yeah. On the blind. I am looking. I don't remember when Kenner switched over to Hasbro. Ninety-five. Hasbro brought up Kenner. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. Then ninety-six. No, uh, Shadows was before ninety-five. No, ninety-six. So it had to have been Kenner. No, it was ninety-six. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Um. And no, he is using an axe. Oh wait, wait, wait. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh. Let me send you guys this picture. I know it doesn't help you, the listener, but uh, go to Rebel Scum to their photo archives but check this out i knew that rifle looked familiar and it's very close to this very close yeah where'd you put it in the co- uh, skype comments mine didn't update yet or something should be there wow oh there it is i knew uh, <laughs> how's that for for pulling a potential reference wow it's very close very close yeah yeah well we shall see in a couple of months yeah we shall that looks very similar so um 
I guess we got some some news that's not solo related. Yeah, there, there's only like one or two other things that happened this week that's not solo related. Okay. So, uh, did, which yeah. one would you like me to hit first? Uh, give me a quick second. See if I have have what I need for the transition. I don't know if I do. I don't think I do. Unless I go this way. Um, producing I'm, on the fly. <laughs> hey, that's what we are. What you hear yeah. is what we Flies. what you what we record is what you get. It's almost that WYSIWYG. <laughs> So, no, this is so much fun. This is just where my mind's thinking, well, you know, I should have set this up beforehand, but, you know, it's okay. Because that's just, if we were at a bar or something, this is what we'd be doing, sitting at the table, breaking out our phones, going, where is it? Oh, where is it? <laughs> well, I'm just going to say, go ahead and go with the Game of Thrones, because I can't find okay. it. I thought I had the theme, and apparently I don't. Ah. Well, yeah. Uh, Bob Iger actually had their, what is it, quarterly shareholders call this week, and he announced during that that... So, yeah. uh, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, who are the um, creators and producers and writers for the Game of Thrones, have been signed on to, with Star Wars to do a new series of Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. Now, these films are they're separate from the episodic Star Wars saga. This is starting to sound familiar, huh? Ryan Johnson? What, um, Ryan Johnson's working on. Well, it, he also said these are separate from the Ryan Johnson movies, trilogy of movies. So this is another series of movies they're doing outside <laughs> of the episodic sagas. Which could lead to the fact that um, that everybody's been calling for that we may be done with the saga films for the moment after episode nine. They I may ho- set them I aside so. and move on with other yeah. things for now. I would hope um, so. It says Kathleen Kennedy was quoted here saying, David and Dan are some of the best storytellers working today. Their command of complex characters, depth of story, and richness of mythology will break new ground boldly and push Star Wars in ways I find incredibly exciting. And then um, Benioff and Weiss together in a joint statement said that in the summer of 19, or 1977, we traveled to a galaxy far, far away, and we've been dreaming of it ever since. We are honored by the opportunity and a little terrified by the responsibility and mm-hmm. so excited to get started as soon as the final season of Game of Thrones is over. So it looks Next like year. as soon as they're done and they wrap Game of Thrones, they're moving right into writing these. <coughs> I am very excited about this. At some point, I'll watch Game of Thrones so I can see what they've done. Uh, yeah. Wait, wait. Uh, you better strap yourself in. Ken, yeah. Ken, are you there? All right. I, th- yeah, I think here. we're I think we're losing Ken. <laughs> Ken, are you there? Th- I better not say anything then. Because uh, I'm right there with Ken. I haven't seen yeah. Game of Thrones. When you don't have HBO, you kind of exactly. have a hard time watching the- it. Exactly. That's that's the reason why I have HBO. <laughs> but what, one of the nice things you could do is with Amazon Prime, you could buy it for the month and then cancel it afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Bob Iger was talking about talked about those. He also had some other um, things he was talking about. So Derek or Mike, you want to cover that one? Well, Derek, that leads up to you next. We all know about Disney's plans for a to do a live Star Wars show at some point. And we also know that Disney is planning on doing a their own streaming service. Which now with the acquisition of Fox, that is now in the final steps, that'll give Disney 51% or 60% share of Hulu. So something right. that they could base their streaming service off of. Yeah. So what could possibly be better than that? How about multiple Star Wars shows confirmed for the Disney stream? Service. Wait, wait, don't we already get those weekly on um, YouTube? We get the Star Wars show every week. <laughs> Not every Wednesday. the Star Wars show. Very cute. <laughs> so during the Disney earning call today, Bob Iger is quoted as 
as stating, we are developing not just one, but a few Star Wars series specifically for the Disney direct-to-consumer app. We've mentioned that, and we are close to being able to reveal at least one of the Interties that is developing. That's supposed to be entities, but maybe yeah. That is developing that for us because the deal isn't completely closed. We can't be specific about that," said Iger during an earnings call via the Hollywood Reporter. I think you'll find the level of talent on the television front will be rather significant as well. Uh, So Star Wars Rebels going off the air this year. It's safe to say that we're looking at one of those shows being animated. Just when you think Disney is turning up the heat, they crank it even higher. And with Rebels going off the air, that means Dave Filoni is freed up to do something else. Well, well, supposedly, now that it's wrapped, he is supposedly working on something else. I still want to see him do something live action. We've seen Mm. he can do amazing work on animation. I want to see him do something live action. We've heard through the grapevine that supposedly when there was that Star Wars uh, Underworld show supposedly happening that there was there's 50 hours written yeah script wise just sitting on a shelf yeah but and that stuff would not take much to adapt it to the modern um, canon of Star Wars believe it or not I still have <coughs> oh if I can remember where I put it hey we still have hours and hours of Star Wars detours waiting to get see the light of day yeah <laughs> yes and we heard about that from from uh, Todd Grimes uh-huh. And Jennifer. I don't know if we ever will, though. We'll see. Well, I mean, it'd be ni- it would be nice, but who knows if they're gonna. Well, also too, I I've got the PDF or the JPEGs of the <coughs> supposed Star Wars Reclamation animated series that never came to life. I've never oh. even heard of that one. Care, uh, take, guys, take. Um, I know Jeffrey can't, but Ken and Derek, you guys take a look at the Star Wars folder inside of Wookiee Radio. Okay, hang on. But this. I just closed it. Uh, but this could almost be Rebels, possibly as well. Mm. I'm not sure. But it's interesting. Actually, no, I think uh, this oh, is yeah, supposed Rep- to take place later, yeah. Because one of the characters is a Calrissian and could be Lando's Ooh. son. Mm. So I got that there, too. So. Uh, sorry to have interrupted. Oh, I guess you finished. I mean, yep. w- what Underworld, I would love to see. Again, there's supposedly 50 hours worth of stuff there written to be done. So 50 episodes written. Um, how, you know, where do we go next? W- what type of shows would y'all want to see done in the Star Wars verse? I want to see a bounty hunter show. I wouldn't mind to see some stuff between um, Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens now. We've seen some some in the way of books, but there'd be some cool stuff else out there other than that, I think. I want to see that. I want to see the Howling Commandos. Oh wait, sorry, mm. wrong franchise. You always want to see the Howling Commandos. <laughs> you're you're not right. The Howling Commandos. You, you're not getting a real room in the Justice League Hall of Justice either. So hey, they promised we, us to we'd get one eventually. Just like we are, keep wishing. <laughs> one day it shall come. <laughs> um, I I don't even know Underworld if that takes place in the same realm as the the game that never came out Star Wars thirteen thirteen I would be happy uh, the Bounty Hunters series be. would be great um, I I wouldn't mind seeing something based around 
around the Smugglers Guild as well. Now that we're getting the Han Solo yeah. movie, right. I want to see well, a show point, about moisture a, farming. <laughs> yeah, is there a Smugglers Guild? I don't think there would be an actual collection of people working together. Yeah, there might not be anymore. We could have true. a Star Wars cooking show. Yeah, there we go. You know, 100, 101 ways to cook pork. You know, we've mm-hmm. already had that. It was on the holiday special. <laughs> And say it was so good there, they we just have to bring it back. Because what was it? Whip, whip, stir, something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, what about what about something with the spy network? And how, spy show. Spy show. Yeah. You know, if we potentially are getting tag and bink in the solo movie, why not go ahead and go into a tag and bink? series for the show it could be a yeah. comedy the adventures of tag and bink how much fun would that be yeah there's all kinds of stuff we can do out there you could do um i like i said you could do just about anything well that's the beauty of star wars is is hey it's you could get you get the misadventures of jar jar misadventures of jar jar in the, um ottawa gunga well we don't need that necessarily but star wars the odd couple starring boba fett in the sarlacc pit <laughs> <laughs> You know what? They could do a love boat Star Wars style and actually have it on Java sail barge. That's great. <laughs> Giving cruises across the um, Junlin wastes. That's great. So, well, that's going to kind of bring us to a close. Any final thoughts? I can't I wait for Solo. Nothing. It looks yeah, awesome. Yeah, I know. Can't wait Seeing for it. Solo. Seeing the trailer really got me excited for it. It gave me the Star Wars feels. Yeah, I can't wait. I really can't. Um, I think what they've done has taken too long, but I, I wish it came sooner. Yeah. So um, at this point, it no longer matters. <laughs> this is true. It is out now. Yep. So now, when do we get the full trailer? That's the next question. Yeah. And do we get more than one? Because at this point, if they wait a month to put out the trailer, there's not much time left. We got what another two months till the movie comes out. Right. Might, might just be the full trailer, and then TV spots. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, who, who's who's to say we're not going to get the trailer with uh, the actual trailer with Black Panther next week? Wow. <clears throat> That would be real close, but I, you never know. They're running out of time to wait on stuff, so. <coughs> nice. This is true. So, well, if there's no other final thoughts, hey, Jeff, where can we find you in your show online? Um, You can find our show on Podbean, iTunes, basically wherever you can get your podcasts at. It's the CantoCast, and you find it on Twitter, at the CantoCast, and you can find me personally on Twitter, at JediFish, and Fish is spelled F-I-S-C. I, I love the logo for the Canto cast currently with a poker chip. It was yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, other than that, I think that's it for us. Thank you, Jeff, for coming on and, and no just problem. chatting solo with us. Um, that way we weren't running solo or, or so low. Okay. I, I'm, I'm pushing it at this Mike, point. I think it's time to say goodnight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then in that case, Good night. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jets, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2.